and welcome back to the Irish Tennis Updates podcast. My name is Adam and I'm your host. This week I'm chatting with Tristan Farron-Mahan. I think this was a really fascinating chat. We get into his tennis journey and the many things that he's learned along the way. I've split this episode into two parts and in part one today, Tristan discusses moving to the Hopman Academy based in Florida, age 10, his junior success and his relationship with Marin Cilic, his struggles transitioning to the Pro Tour, his thoughts on US college tennis, the success that Tristan had on tour and the keys behind that success, his career-ending shoulder injury that he suffered. And finally, this week, we just, uh, Tristan discusses the importance of decision-making and the role that that's had in his career and indeed in his life. I really enjoyed this chat. Uh, I think there's a huge amount to take from it. Um, so let us get into it. Here is Tristan Farron-Mahan. Tristan, firstly, just a big thanks for talking to me today. I really appreciate the time. Hi, Adam. No, uh, thank you. Looking forward to this. Been been quite a while, I think, since uh, since I've been in touch with Irish tennis. It's good to have a catch-up and, uh, and have a chat with you. Brilliant, yeah, absolutely. Um, firstly, just how how are things with you? I know you're based in in London, so how how are kind of how have you been getting on the last last uh, few months? Yeah, good. Yeah, based over in London, I've been been over in London now. Um, I well, come coming on on seven years. Um, you know, I think things you know have been uh, been been quite quite interesting. Quite you know, a big change from 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 a past life. You know, living over here, with my wife Ibeck and our, our young son Dylan. Uh, so you know, obviously lockdown's been been challenging in many ways but it's been great to have the time with them uh seeing him kind of grow up and uh, and develop um and you still being able to work from home the whole time so it, it's it's yeah no I, I i've enjoyed i think the last few months good yeah brilliant um i just want to get into into your kind of tennis story because i know uh, you have a, some interesting things to to touch on but just firstly where, where, where did that kind of begin for you where, where, where did you kind of get into tennis initially yeah so i i grew up uh in in sandy Mount, uh just just opposite uh, Claremont River Union uh, Tennis Club, and uh, you know we had quite a lot of freedom back then when I was younger. Both my parents played. Uh, I had an older brother who played, and uh, you know access to the courts just across the road was you know was, was, it became kind of a you know a home from home. Uh, so constantly over there and uh, kind of just hitting around and, and playing as much as possible. And then uh, you know played my first tournament. I think I was about about six years of age um, in, uh, in in Donningbrook. I think it was the Donningbrook Junior Open. Played my first tournament there and. Uh, you know, and loved it, and always quite competitive. So loved loved that that side of it, and uh, got involved in, in squads with, uh, with with Paul Casey up in in Kilterna and played with my, my my dad and my mother quite a lot, uh, and just kind of kind of went from there. Um, to be honest, so uh, you know, I think having, having that that close access to courts made, made all the difference. And obviously, you know, parents that played, so uh, it was kind of kind of a, a constant part of our, our, our life from from a young age. Yeah, brilliant. I think, like, as you said there, just, you know, almost being down at the club all the time and having it so local and, you know, you spend, you know, days there. I think that's, I think that's a great way to get into, you know, you don't see it so much these days, but it's a great way to get into tennis and kind of get started and, and, and grow your kind of, your, your love of the game, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, you know, I think, you know, Clamour, uh, you know, it was, a, it was, it was a, a social hub, you know, it's a community hub. Um, it wasn't only about tennis, you know, they have other sports there and you know, they used to run. Run, you know, you know, kids uh, kind of kind of discos and and parties and events, and there's yeah. always something going on. Um, you know, and that kind of community club and and, and social club, uh, where you don't have to be, you know, a player, you don't have to be part of it, and um, just kind of creates the vibe. So you just naturally, you know, all all the all the you know the, the kids in the neighbourhood and families would kind of you know gravitate towards that, and 
you know, it's, it's harder and harder to find that these days. I think Dublin's very lucky compared to, to other countries in that sense. There are a lot of uh, local kind of community clubs. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that was a huge part in, in just just you know getting getting kids involved. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And um, so I know that as as you kind of got a bit older, you said your first uh, tournament was was around um, around six. So you, I know you, you developed and developed and. Age of twelve, I believe, you went off to to the Hopman Academy, and so obviously that that's incredibly young. So how did that feel for you to, to go off so so young and take that you know big step? Yeah, it was it was, it was even a little bit younger. I was I was ten actually when I went. Oh, okay. um, even, even younger. But, yeah, even younger. Yeah, so I went over ten years of age. I think you know I, I had uh, quite a bit bit of success in my age category in Ireland. You know, there's uh, you know a couple of us who, who, who were uh, you know playing at a good level, but uh, you know, I think you know, I was winning quite a lot and played a couple of you know, kind of international uh, tournaments um, and, and did well again, kind of you know, winning most of them. Um, and uh, you know, decided I think at the time, you know, that was kind of the, the thing. If you were if you were doing well, you know, there was you know, one or two places to go. You know, did you go to, to, to Florida or did you go to, to Spain? Um, and uh, you know, we you know, my, my, my parents made the choice, they had to look around and made the choice, uh, to, you know, to, to, to bring us over and move us, you know, as a family. So my dad stayed in Dublin uh, to work, but uh, the rest was his family moved over to Florida to, to the Hopman uh, Tennis Academy in Saddlebrook. Um, and that was, uh, it was, it was a great experience. I mean, it was very different, um, you know, being, being pulled out of school uh, in Ireland and, you know, and, and put into, uh, you know, a, a, an American school, uh, which, which ran for half the day and, and then training for the, for the other half the day it was, it was great for my tennis. It was it was it, it was great to, to you know to look you know to learn um you know from what it was guys like Pete Sampras you know was training there and, and, and you know loads of top juniors and, and, and top men's and women's players and uh, just being around that kind of um, atmosphere you know from a young age I think was was an incredible experience. There was, there was a you know a culture of of winning and and, and, and kind of you know. Developing and growing and, and, and learning how to train properly and uh, you know, I think you know that experience kind of set me on the road um, and you know I had I had quite you know quite a lot of success you know immediately moving over there and uh, you know I think first tournament there was the was the, uh, the Balotelli uh, I don't know how I remember this now but uh, the, the Balotelli uh, uh, Open it was it was um, probably the biggest junior tournament in Florida at the time and the first tournament I played when I went over and I ended up winning it. Um, beating the number one in America at the time, six one, six two. So, you know, suddenly the coaches took a bit of notice there, and you know, I had some people kind of, kind of, uh, you know, supporting, and backing me, and kind of involved in you know, really good training environment. So that was, uh, you know, an interesting move. A, a statement win to 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 make your name over there. Yeah, at ten years of age, if you can if you can count it. Exactly, <laughs> um, it's funny that I remember now. I haven't I haven't thought about it for a long time, but. Uh, uh, yeah, that was probably probably my 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 uh, big success uh, over there, uh, but uh, it was yeah it was it was good it was you know it was, it was just very different it was I was very excited I was very young, um really really enjoyed you know enjoyed the experience. Yeah, I mean so young as as you say, but I guess it would have helped having uh, you know your family kind of move over so if you you weren't away from them for for long periods I guess you would have had them to see like basis with them easier to adapt to that that new lifestyle I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's not something I I I'd, I'd recommend. You know, for any any young player to be moving away from the family, um, and I think you know my, my parents recognised that, and we were you know we were in a very fortunate position that you know we were able to move over. Um, whether or not you know was the right decision uh, or not, you know there's a great group of guys growing up in Ireland. Uh, you know we had you know all the squads were were developed at that time, and 
you know, you know, around you know my age group, you know, 86, 87, 88, Irish tennis was was doing very well as well. Mm. Um, but you know, I I did I did go over there and uh, with my family. Um, and you know, I think it was you know the experience of Florida for, for those three years was you know was you know was the right move for me uh, definitely um, at that time. So yeah, so it was three years you you spent in in the academy. Three years in the academy in Florida, and uh, and then I got put put in touch again. I, I had reasonable you know, success, I would have been, you know, I would have been, you know, pushing the, you know, kind of the, the top 112s in the world. Um, you know, I won, I won the, the warm-up tournaments for kind of, the, you know, Eddie Hearn and Orange Bowden, uh, beating the guy who actually who won both, and but, but was injured for those. And so I had, a, you know, I had a couple of people who were, who were you know, kind of supporting me and interested in me uh, at that time. Um, at a very young age, you know, can't tell anything then, but, uh, but, um, I got put in touch, you know, my mother uh, got diagnosed with cancer again. She, she kind of battled cancer most of her, her life. Uh, uh, and uh, I got uh, put in touch with, uh, with a guy in Europe who you'll, you'll know very well now, a guy called Patrick Mortaglou. Um, and yeah. uh, he was opening up an academy in, in Paris. Uh, and his, his, you know, he was under the, the, the Bob Brett uh, names. Bob Brett was the coach. Bob Brett was a, was a former uh, apprentice, in, you know, of Harry Hopman um, and the head coach over in Saddlebrook, uh, Kind of put me forward as, as as one of these kind of selected group of players to be part of that uh, academy, um, as we did have to move back to, to Europe for my mother to, to obviously have, have uh, treatment, um, and I was lucky enough to be to be picked, uh, selected, and 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 funded, um, you know, to train in Paris, uh, you know, in, in a in an even more professional setup, um, you know, for those three years, you know, working with uh, with Bob and, and, and his coaching team and. Under under kind of uh, more Tagu's uh, remit before he moved moved out on on his own. Yes. Um, so that, yeah. was, uh, that was kind of how it happened. Um, yeah. So so back in Europe, as as you went through your your junior career, you did have a lot of success. Uh, got up to to, to forty two ITF ranking, and you played played all the all the slams. So how do you kind of look back on on your junior career then, kind of as you moved back to to Europe and and kept playing? Yeah, it was good. It was it was it was it was uh, it was up and down. You know, there's moments. You know, it's a, it's a development period. Um, you know, as a junior player, I think you 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 know you 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 have to kind of focus. I think on the, on the right, uh, you know, the right aspects. You have to have good good mentorship, good leadership, and, and a good family environment. Um, you know, and, and and you know, make sure that you kind of grow up in 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 a, in a really well-rounded sense. Uh, you know, a lot of tennis players don't. Um, uh, especially, you know, a lot of individual, you know, individual sport athletes uh, don't uh, get that opportunity. Um, I think I would, I would look at myself as kind of, uh, you know, mixed. And that I, I did, I did kind of schooling at the same time, uh, A levels and, and GCSEs, uh, but I, but I didn't go through the full system. So, uh, you know, focus definitely more so on, on the tennis side of things, and you know, and that's a, you know, it's quite a risky, a risky game to play, and it's, you know, I think. Um, you know, look, looking back on it, uh, you know, I think it's not, it's not something. Again, I think I would, I would, you know, if I was, you know, advising someone who had a junior player uh, who, was, you know, who had, you know, pretty good success, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would say definitely, you know, you know, fo- you know, focus on, on, on building, you know, the, the, the full ecosystem around them, uh, making sure they're involved in, 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 you know, in, in, in schooling and education and, and developing other, other parts of their, uh, their, their lives uh, rather than just focusing solely on, on a specific sport. Um, because this, you know, it's it's a it's a long game tennis. You, you know, there's there's a long development process, and, and you, you know, you have to make sure that that person is is, is equipped. Um, you know, going you know as, as they get older. 
you know, to to kind of handle, uh, you know, the, well, what is it, a very challenging um, transition in, into kind of senior and, and professional tennis. So, you know, I look back with, with a lot of you know, great memories um, of junior tennis. You know, really enjoyed a lot of my experiences. I've been playing the junior grand slams, was, you know, was, was amazing. Um, you know, I had reasonable success in in kind of singles. Uh, again, as you said, combined ranking, I think it was, you know, it was 42 was my highest, but uh, I, to be honest, it was, my, it was my doubles that pulled me up there because uh, in individual rankings, I was, I was, I was actually I was as high as number two in the world in, in junior doubles. Um, but my singles probably would have been about 60, 70. So, so that, that, that got me up there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was just, it was a great experience. You know, I, I you know, I had, um, you know, I had uh, a really good kind of team around me, you know, after Paris, I moved down to, to Italy, to San Remo. Um, again, with Bob, when, Bob Brett, when he uh, kind of split with, um, with, uh, with Patrick Mortaglio and, and there was it was it was just an excellent setup with you know with with a great group of players or you know uh, you know junior and, and senior players and, and kind of within that core group you had guys like Marin Cilic, uh, Sergey Bubka, uh, myself, and then you know a lot of others kind of dropping in and out who be familiar names to, to anybody who follows uh, tennis. Um, and it was you know you know there was a lot to learn from these guys from a young age. Um, there was a lot you know there was there was something around around their mentality and their work ethic. Um, their, their 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 ability to kind of uh, you know endure uh, the challenges of of, um, of of tennis ups and downs and and, and have that long term vision um, and where they you know where they wanted to get to uh, and how they were going to get there and, and that you know they showed that discipline day in and day out um, so you know being being around these guys as, as you know probably just you know just behind them level wise you know could push them on a good day you know maybe get a win here and there but but definitely just a small bit behind them. Uh, Level-wise, I think was you know was it was great to be you know to have that opportunity, um, and obviously you know then to, to go on and play the junior slams and um, you know uh, you know and, and uh, went around in, in junior Wimbledon and, and play against some of the great players that I, I did play against. Um, something that uh, you know that I, I'll definitely never forget. Yeah, no, that's, you know absolutely a lot of stuff there. This. You know, I could pick up on and, and kind of, you know, re- really interesting. But I, I do. You mentioned there a couple of those those wins. I think you had a winning record against Jamie Murray, which now looks looks very good. And um, <laughs> yeah. you also, I know you had a relationship with 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 Marin Cilic. Um, I mean, you played doubles with him uh, in two different slams that year in in '05, um, and would have trained with him as well. So you 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 kind of know you know him well, and maybe you, you also worked with him um, into into the program. Yeah, yeah. So Marin was one of one of Bob Brett's prodigies. Um, you know, he's one one of the you know the creation contingent that Bob kind of uh, brought up through you know, Ivanisevic, Ancic, and and then Chilic was was the was the next in that line. Um, so I've known him since since we were very young. Um, uh, trained with him for a long time. Seen his his progress, his development. I had the opportunity, obviously, to play doubles with him when he was, you know, a, a, you know, a top kind of four or five junior. And um, I finished the year number one actually in two thousand five. Great player, great guy. He just you know. Really, you know, you know, really smart, um, you know, really hardworking, um, and just just a genuine, you know, really genuine kind of uh, guy. So he was a good friend of mine for a long time, um, and really, you know, really enjoyed that, you know, you know, getting the opportunity to play play doubles. And I was disappointed we didn't go as far as I would have liked it. You know, I would have, you know, would have thought we, you know, you know, we would have been able to to do quite well. And you know, in the slams, we won the warm up mm-hmm. for Wimbledon, 
um, you know, we, we uh, and we ended up playing uh, the guys who 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 won it in the first round, and they were just too good on, on the on the day, to be honest. Um, but you know, we we, we weren't seeded because it was the combined ranking uh, system. Yeah. And I kind of brought, brought our combined ranking a bit down. If it, they gone by you know, doubles, we would have been we would have been seeded up there in the top four. But uh, unfortunately, we, we didn't get that. So we ended up playing the guys who were who were actually the number one pairing in the world. Um, Shabazz and Levine, um, and, and that one, I think they won two out of the four, even three out of the four slams that year. Right, yeah. And uh, I've just come up a, a little bit short, but that, you know, that, that shouldn't have happened first round, but uh, you know, it did. And uh, and then, you know, after that, uh, I, I, I moved away from San Remo in, in two, kind of two, 2006 for a little bit, um, but but then came back and uh, trained with the Chilis for a number of years after that, when he was you know working his way into the top kind of 10 in the world. Um, and then uh, following my injury, I did. Yeah, I, I got the opportunity uh, to to work as part of his his coaching team uh, in a couple of short stints, uh, in kind of 2010, 11. Um, uh, again in 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 San Remo uh, under Bob uh, on the basis that I was kind of going to follow that that coaching route. Um, and so you know again, just it was very different. It's very different uh, relationship when you step on court as a coach. You know, you move from a training partner to you know, a doubles partner to a training partner to to a friend to a coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it all changes, and uh, you know, I, I kind of remember, I remember that that first first day on court with Chilich, you know, where, where I was I was uh, leading the session. Um, I was very nervous. You know, you know, I wouldn't have been nervous playing with him, but I was very nervous uh, being on court leading that session. Um, yeah. And just uh, just just doing all sorts of silly things that kind of disrupted his rhythm, and I had to have a I sit down and he had to have a talk and, you know, give me a bit of a talking to after about what he expected uh, if I was going to be be, uh, be on call with him. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a really good experience. I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's good to be, you know, to have that uh, to look back on. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's really, and I'm sure it was short stints, but, but crucial, I'm sure to, to his eventual success. Well, I won't, I won't take any credit there. Let's not. <laughs> And so, as, as you then move in, you, you finish your junior junior days, obviously with with some great success, and move into the into the pro game. How, how does that transition go for you as you start to play those pro events? Yeah, um, so that was that was a very difficult period, um, to be honest. I had I had a number of uh, challenges. I, you know, I think I was facing at that time, um, going going from yeah reasonable success in, into you know in juniors into into seniors. Um, you have to be, you have to be very, you know, kind of prepared for what's coming and, and ready, and have a really good setup around you. And, and, and things changed quite dramatically, um, kind of in 2005, 2006 for me. Um, so I had uh, obviously come out of juniors, played my last Grand Slam in the US Open uh, in 2005, and it was at the same time that they were um, changing the rules in the ITF Tour around national rankings and entry into professional events. Uh, so I. Uh, I had a, um, a position with, with Tennis Ireland where uh, I was I would not you know they, they refused to allocate me a national ranking as I wasn't playing uh, national tournaments um, and I so the only national tournament I played was, was indoors that year uh, which I lost you know I, you know I lost to, to Nyland in the quarters in a tight at set point in the second set it was, it was two and six it was a tight match eighteen years of age I was even you know seeded I think uh, fifth. Um, in the event, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd beaten uh, you know, Kluski in the early rounds, and, and, and you know, you know, you know, I played Davis Cup three months later, but I still wasn't in a position to to get a national ranking. Uh, so I travelled around uh, from event to event, you know, hoping to get in um, 
without this without this national ranking for you know coming on kind of almost almost nine months um and i found that very you know to be honest you know, very depressing it was very difficult um period where you don't you know I was often entering events last minute as an alternate i going on court without any any preparation um and then all the time you know, waiting weeks in between as, as just a training partner you know in in, in the middle of tournaments hoping to get in just to play a couple of qualifying matches um and that was you know that that was that was difficult at best um it obviously wasn't ideal for my transition but at the same time i was also uh, i'd also moved coach so i'd uh uh, so my my parents, um, you know, were kind of you know of, of the belief that uh, you know it would be good to to you know to when you're going you know, moving from juniors to seems it would be good to to kind of build your experience and build your 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 your, your you know your own structure around you as well around funding and and, and um, you know coordinate kind of a, a less cared for approach I think you know um, from going into you know as I as I transition so uh, I uh, moved coach to uh, Germany to Halle. To uh, an academy there, Breakpoint, for about ten months um, on the base that was, was you know it was a lot cheaper, and then they funded uh, coaching for that period of time. Um, but I had to, uh, ha- you know, I, I was in it was again it was, it was a great place to train. There's a lot of good players. There's guys, you know, I was training with Cudinelli, uh, Victor Troiki, Andre Pavel, you know, guys who were top twenty in the world. Um, but I was I was in an environment that didn't work for me with a coach who didn't. Who didn't work for me whatsoever, and I made some, you know, some very poor, I think, personal decisions at that time around around my my um, kind of my approach to training, my attitude on and off court, um, and I think, uh, you know, I, I you know I think when you're going through that transition period um, from juniors to seniors, you, you you know you need to have you need to have someone in your corner. Uh, I think actually, you know, and Kluski touched on this in his, his podcast that I listened to a while back. Um, you know that mentorship um, kind of position, uh, someone who guides you, advises you on you know on everything from your from your your behaviour and, and your you know your your training basis to your 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 um, you know kind of your tournament schedules and um, and just kind of uh, someone to bounce ideas off. And I, I kind of lacked that because I'd gone you know from that approach with Bob to to this place in Germany where I was very much an outsider um, and. Uh, and, and, and on my own, obviously, my you know I, my, I lived with my my mother until I was kind of 17, 18, and, and then you know she was back in Dublin again uh, for for cancer treatment, and um, and with my uh, all my siblings, so uh, so I I I found the transition difficult to be honest. Um, I, I you know I, I perhaps you know even if it everything had been in place, you know, you know you can look back and say you know was you know was I ready to to go from, you know, from juniors to seniors um, at 18 years of age without kind of going through the, you know, the, the American collegiate system. And, you know, I would, I would, I would look back, you know, now, which is very easy to do and say, well, no, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, you know, the, you know, playing college tennis in America is an incredible opportunity. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a leveler for guys who are sometimes late developers. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a way to build experience for, for guys and, and uh, you know, uh, who are who are who are promising, but who are not at the very top, and um, who aren't who don't have that full you know system and team behind them. So, I think I was very much in, in that in that kind of second category of, of, of promising, but but needed a bit more structure around me and time to develop. Um, and American college, you know, would would have been a, a great experience. And I had I had some you know really good offers you know, from Baylor and Ohio, kind of hundred percent scholarships from top yeah, three, yeah. top four. Um, and you know, turned them down. You know. Uh, 
you know, just on the basis that that felt like at the time the right right decision. Um, but uh, retrospectively, you know, with a bit with a, with a bit more, um, you know, a bit more uh, kind of planning and, and thought to the future, uh, you know, it would have been quite obvious to see that that you know, my best opportunities lay, lay in doubles. Um, you know, singles. You know, I needed time to develop physically. I was constantly carrying you know, minor injuries. Um, I wasn't the, the, the fittest or fastest guy on court, and relied on, you know, uh, you know kind of a you know, big serve, you know, big foreign and ability to kind of mix up the game a little bit. Um, and uh, you know, and, and if things, you know, you know, fell apart, you know, you could you could, could have struggled um, in any given match. So I think, um, you know, that would have been a really good choice for me, and it's a choice that I recommend for kind of any any younger player going, you know, going on. Even you know, you see the, the top American juniors, you know, even if they're top five in the world junior. You know, they go. They go to this. You know, the college. They go through the college system at least for a couple of years. And if they, you know, you know, playing pro tennis at the same time, uh, and you know, in the time off, it's just such a great uh, system to you know to develop players. You get so many matches. You get so much experience in difficult circumstances in the team environment. Uh, we get to learn from from very good coaches, very good players from all over the world, um, and you also get to to, to, to um, you know to focus on other aspects of your life, you know, the social uh, and educational side, uh, which is really important. To, you know, to, to maturing and growing up uh, because, you know, 18 is very young regardless of how you feel at that age. It's very young. Yeah. And uh, while I've seen it in, in guys like Chilich, you know, guys who are capable of, you know, of, 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 of you know, being mature beyond their years and, and, and able to think, you know, ahead um, and, and, and continuously, um, you, know, you know, drive themselves towards, you know, the goals they want to achieve, you know, uh, you know, very few people have that. I wish very few people break through that young. So it's something that I'd recommend, uh, you know, to anybody. Um, you know, the, the UK university system is also improving a lot in terms of, you know, the, the quality of the tennis. A lot of good players uh, involved. You know, top three, three, four hundred guys now, um, you know, playing there. And uh, and it's just, it, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely an approach that's 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 probably worth considering. Um, but I think, you know, often the the player knows themselves the best. Um, and uh, you know, even at eighteen, I knew. While playing on tour at that time was exciting, and, and you know, I, I you know I loved the idea of it. I still knew that I you know I would have benefited from from the college system, and perhaps I should have uh, you know gone for that. But uh, but uh, you know, I think making those decisions yourself, you know, at, the, at that young you have to be quite quite strong, um, you know, and 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 you know and be quite mature to, to kind of you know, turn and say you know this is what I think is is the best approach. So no, it's interesting yeah, to say all about about college and. You know how that that what might be a good route and kind of is a, a good route if you were to give advice. Um, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. But like as as it was, you you found yourself on the tour at that kind of age, eighteen, nineteen, um, and as you said, it, kind of a, a tricky transition for you. Um, but you, you did have have some good success. I think you, you won three three doubles titles um, on the on the tour. I got up to around around five hundred in um, doubles, kind of career high. So what kind of Best memories do you look back on from from your days playing uh, pro tennis? Yeah, I think my 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 uh, best memories start when I when I when I actually uh, kind of uh, well found myself as a player again, um, which was uh, early two thousand eight. Well, end of two thousand seven, early two thousand eight. So the first first couple of years, uh, you know, as I mentioned, were really tough and really tough, uh, you know, mentally and. Uh, you know, in, in all sorts of ways, because I wasn't sure what you know what I was doing or what I was trying to achieve. And, and um, end of 2007, I uh, I phoned up my old coach Bob Brett again. I said, uh, you know, I have I have a decision to make. I'm either going to continue um, 
I come back and work with you, I'm going to have to stop playing um, because it's, you know this this isn't isn't working for me. Um, and uh, he invited me down back down to San Remo, uh, and we, we worked out an agreement um, for me to, to work with him again, which involved me to, you know spending some time on on court uh, uh, coaching, um, you know, a couple of days a week. Uh, also uh, working to to kind of uh, you know bring in new players uh, while I was on tour into the academy. And as part of that, then I got a, you know really reduced rates, and he was, he was just really generous with me, to be honest, uh, to allow me to continue as 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 a, as a player. Um, and he, you know, he had me then back on court, you know, training with, with guys like like Cilic, um, you know, and, and Raonic and Polanski and all the you know top players. Um, and it was it was the right environment under the, under the right guidance. Um, again, and, and, and he, he, he started from scratch, uh, did a three-month uh, training block, and he ripped everything apart that I've been doing for, for a couple of years, and, uh, and, uh, and just built me up again. Um, and I, I found myself in position playing the tennis that I, that I really enjoyed, um, which was you know, kind of aggressive and, um, and, uh, and kind of you know, moving into the court, uh, you know, working points around my serve and, uh, and return. And, um, and then trying to trying to be the dominant player and and and, and kind of build the mentality you know about winning but, but winning on the on on a, on a basis that you you know you're doing the right thing even if you're you're missing or you're losing you're always doing the right thing making the right decisions um, so you go on court and you enjoy it and you give 100 percent and you come off without any regrets just uh, new learnings so that was um, that was when it, it kind of turned back around for me I started to get results. Uh, Got you know, got some points very quickly. Got myself uh, ranked uh, very quickly, um, and, uh, and uh, as you said, you know, started to make a couple, you know, finals in, in doubles tournaments in 2008, a couple of you know, quarters in in, uh, in the futures events, um, and, and had some you know some 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 good wins. Um, and I, uh, I you know, I, and then kind of took that into 2009, uh, but recognizing early on in 2009 that I would. Uh, that I would I would look to transition from from singles to full time doubles because that's that's kind of where uh, you know where I was at uh, game wise it was it was best physically it was it was, it was what I enjoyed most I loved the team side of it I loved the camaraderie you know playing with someone and and, and, and you know you play it, it, you, you you kind of balance each other out and and uh, and uh, and support each other which is something that you don't get on a singles court and um, so I think all all my all my best memories are definitely on the doubles court uh, yeah. you know. Just you know, something that I, that, I, that I really enjoyed. Um, so I started to focus on that once I got my singles ranking high enough and doubles ranking high enough to to to, to look to engage kind of you know good partners. Um, and uh, and unfortunately in, in 2009, um, so I, I actually about a week or two weeks before I won the uh, first doubles event, um, and I, you know I kind of made that decision actually with with won the event with uh, with Colin O'Brien who was a, who was a, okay yeah. Not a great Irish player and great doubles player, somebody I really, really enjoyed playing with. Um, but about two weeks before that, I, I you know, found my, my mother's cancer was terminal, and uh, and that obviously kind of threw me completely. And I couldn't handle, I think, that the, you know, the singles aspect of that. I didn't, I didn't want to be on court playing singles. Um, and uh, you know, I, I found you know, it was it was a lot. It was a, it was a lot more comfortable, I think, to to, to be on on court with someone um, and you know, work together. So uh, kind of threw myself into that, and obviously had some some success uh, there. Kind of won, I think, in a space of about six to eight weeks. Kind of won three titles and uh, I think two other finals. Um, some you know some really good wins and always always good matches. And I kind of worked towards that. Started setting up partnerships for the new year to go full time doubles. Um, 
you know, had a couple of couple of good names down there. That I was kind of talking to guys like uh, Andreas Siljestrom, who who, uh, who we, we played together, we made, made a final and had a win in one of my last tournaments. Um, we were talking about uh, kind of you know, the opportunity to to go full time doubles, and he was he was doing that. He was also kind of looking around at that time, and uh, I think about, about six months after I I, I got injured, he was top hundred. So <laughs> could have been could have been could have been a, a different story, but uh, but. Uh, we, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I kind of threw myself into that, and then uh, unfortunately, I, I was in a tournament in in Israel, uh, and then I was playing. Uh, so I had my, I just won my my single second round, so I had quarter singles the next day. I was playing doubles in the afternoon, um, and uh, we, were, we were four love up in the first set, and I was serving and um, forty love, and uh, you know, I, I did, you know, I, 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 I said it to my partner, it was a bit of a silly thing. I said to my partner. And, you know, sometimes as you do, instead of instead of saying you know T cross you know, or our standard thing, I said oh Ace T, don't worry about it, um, which means that I have to to go for this serve, um, and yeah. I I I, uh, I tossed it a little bit, a little bit too far to the left, um, but went in in for it anyway and ended up uh, dislocating my shoulder, um, in the middle of the, you know, in the service action and and um, and uh, kind of uh, rupturing the bursa, all the damaging all the tendons around uh, around the uh, the joint and uh, and uh, you know essentially ended ended my career <laughs> right there uh, on the spot. Tried to play on, serve another arm for a couple of games, but obviously had to retire. Yeah. Did it come on and mention the injury? Because it obviously it seems like even though you obviously had those big you know personal challenges, um, you know, your, your kind of family situation, it's, you know it did seem that the on the tennis court thing, you know things were kind of coming together for you, and you'd kind of as you said, kind of you found yourself as a player again. You were having those good results and it was at that stage that the, the injury came so it really was bad timing for you yeah no it was it was it was it was, it was a very tough time and I think it was you know, as, as you mentioned obviously personal circumstances my mother was obviously a very important part of, of my life and um you know especially to do with tennis she was closely involved throughout um and, you know a lot, a lot of you know would have been involved in, in Irish tennis for a long time and um you know uh, kind of I'm sure a lot of a lot of, a lot of um you know parents remember her um but uh you know, sometimes with you know challenging circumstances as well, you know it gives you it gives you a renewed focus and it gives you a you know that kind of fight or flight mode and, and you know, I kind of at that point I kind of chose to fight and, and really really put my head down um, and unfortunately um, you know it just uh, you know these things happen I think you know you, you harbour back and I, I know I mentioned you know kind of decision making earlier you know earlier on and, and, and decision making at, at a young age um, how important that is for your your career uh, later on and you know I can I can trace my shoulder injury. You know, it wasn't that it wasn't that 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 point in Israel that, that caused that. It was, you know, two thousand six. Um, you know, you know, when I was in Germany, when I was making the wrong decisions uh, about my my training. Um, you know, and I and I wasn't I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't focusing on doing the right things, the things I knew were right uh, to protect my shoulder. Um, you know, wasn't disciplined enough. And I think, you know, I made that decision then. I carried an injury with me um, for a period of time uh, until it until it uh, went wrong probably you know a bit earlier than expected um but uh you know it comes back to that and and uh, ensuring you know if, if you want to if you want to have a you know successful career um you know in, in, in tennis it's, it's it's it is about you know making those informed decisions for you know, being mature uh you know thinking ahead you know always working towards your dreams um you know what you're trying to achieve uh and small slip-ups um you know they they, they cost you kind of down the line uh, so so uh you know, I think unfortunate timing, but uh, you know, you, 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 
you know, have to look at it and say, okay, well, I had, I had almost three years on tour, you know, injured often, but almost three years full time on tour, and did and did I use that, you know, time fully, um, you know, and achieve what I could have achieved within those three years, and you know, what I do it differently now, and the answer is quite simply, I would do it very differently now. I, I would, you know, I would, I would, I would do, I would do it right, and uh, I would do it, I do it the way I wanted to, I would do it the way I did it from the end of kind of two thousand seven, um, which is, you know, you know, very dis- disciplined, very focused, very driven, and you know, uh, you know, a really professional approach. Um, you know, personally on and off the court, um, and I think, uh, you know, I think um, it's it's good to know that. I think from a young age, uh, that you know, and especially you know, for for people in, in, you know, who are in the support team, for parents, um, you know, for coaches, you know, it's not it's not about you know pushing the player to, to, to work hard to do these things. It's pushing the player uh, to to find their own way um, and to support them to, to to you know to to make the right decisions. You know, you know, ranging from their their game, you know how they play, the style they play, because you're always going to play best when you enjoy how you play, um, and, uh, and 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 uh, and and kind of on and off the court, making the right decision. You know, should they be, you know, involved in, in school, in university, um, you know, and, and letting, you know, letting letting players guide you, um, in that sense. So I think, uh, you know, tennis is, is a relatively, you know, there's a short short it feels like a short window to make it, but it's 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 actually longer than people realise. Um, and it's it's one of those sports that that if you do work hard and if you do if you do um, you know do all the right things you know you can have very successful careers further down the line. Um, yeah. But it, it's 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 about making those right decisions at the right times. And there's there's so many good examples. You know, there's so many good examples. James McGee is a perfect example. Connor and Ireland. Um, you know, obviously James Kluski. Um, you know, these guys. I'm, I know I'm missing some. So. Forgive me, but uh, you know these guys. You know they they were you know, they were they made the right decisions for, you know, for, for what they wanted to achieve as tennis players. It's, it's it's so unfortunate that none of them broke up under because you know they all they all definitely you know in my eyes they definitely deserved it. Um, but uh, you know but they you know they had this 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 you know the, the, the great work ethics, great mindsets, great you know, great discipline, always always learning, always developing um, at different you know and at different at different paces. But uh, but uh, you know just um, you know just really kind of admirable. And what they do and that kind of mentality you know we had in Irish tennis for a long time it was, you know, it was great you know, it's, it's so many good players um, you know since Casey and, and Doran and, and, and Baron you know you know through to through to uh, you know guys like Niall McGee and Sorensen and and, and, uh, and, and many more um, uh, and uh, you know you know having that you know those, those examples around you and, and, and learning from them is you know is an opportunity that that uh, that I, I I appreciate it as well definitely, but it was it was great to be to be a part of that. Um, but uh, you can you can see kind of who you know uh, you know you know how how people how, you know how successful people were based on those little decisions, um, and that's what you know what it comes down to I think at the end of the day. Yeah, now you've you've mentioned those this kind of idea of decision making and and the importance of those decisions kind of a few times now and kind of a few times that it came up in in your journey and then you said there kind of how you see differences in how the likes of Nyland or McGee would have would have you know made those kind of decisions so if you're to if you were to, to sum up this idea of decision making and what maybe advice you could extract from your experiences or, or what you've seen from others well, how would you kind of sum up this this idea of of decision making and its its importance yeah it's yeah it's it's i mean it's it's a little bit different for everybody i think the the the, the key thing you know the key similarity um that you when you look look across it um is that uh all these guys were, you know, they're, they're very well-rounded individuals. They're, you know, they're very, very driven and very focused, and and they're, you know, 
that they focus, you know, and, and that that's primarily, um, you know, I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think, you know, they're not selfish in any way, so that's not the right word, um, but they, you know, they, 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 they always make the right decision for 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 themselves um, going forward. So whether that is, you know, choosing whether or not to have a, have a beer on a night out, um, you know, they wouldn't cave into any any kind of peer pressure, or whether it's, uh, you know, where, where they train and who they train with. Um, how they respond to difficult situations. There'd always be that calmness and that, that you know, that forethought um, within that. So, um, you know, and and, and 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 that the mentality, you know, that that you know, the, the, there's no loss. That you know, you know, the only time you actually have a loss is when you don't learn from it. Um, and just 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 constantly learning and and growing um, on the basis that they're you know that they have this vision in mind. They see where they want to be in the future. Uh, they know what they they know what they want to achieve, and, and they have that kind of single-mindedness. Uh, to, you know, to, to keep keep going for it, um, and you know, I have a huge amount of admiration for, for you know for what they achieved. Uh, you know, all of these guys because it's an extremely it's an extremely tough tough sport, it's an extremely demanding sport, um, and uh, you know you you, you know uh, you know when it comes down to it, um, the only person who's gonna who's, who's gonna decide you know who's gonna who's, who's gonna decide whether or not you're successful is, is yourself, um, because you can have everything you know around you. You can have, you know, the best support, the best coaching, the best setup, um, you know, all the funding in the world. Uh, but when when it comes down to it, uh, it'll be the player who who, who makes it or doesn't make it, um, and that's something that that everybody should be aware of from a young age. Yeah, and no, I think that's really interesting. It's great to kind of hear you you go go through that. And I think there's a lot that people can take from that, you know, just in their own journeys, and you know, they, you know, they could take a lot from that. I think, and it's it's, it's really great stuff to talk about. That is where we will leave part one. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please do join uh, myself and Tristan again next week to catch part two, when Tristan will talk about his experiences playing Davis Cup, his thesis on tennis, the changes that he thinks still need to be made in the professional tennis structures, his current job and how tennis has helped him within that role, and more. Until then, please subscribe to the show. Leave a review, a comment, share with somebody else you think might be interested and have a great week. Until then, I've been Adam. Thank you and goodbye.